0: The Los Angeles Chargers 2022 schedule has now been released and they have five primetime games on the slate. And on today's show, we're going to be getting into all of the biggest games on the schedule, like Justin Herbert versus Tua tonga Loa, and much more and even some early record predictions. You are locked on Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogemeyer. And we've been covering the Chargers together for over six seasons. We're heading into our fifth season as a host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys so much for making this your first listen on this very special schedule release episode on today's show. And to make sure you never miss the show, make sure you go subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast from. But David, we finally have it. We knew the opponents, but now we know what order they're going to be in. And there's some very, very interesting things from the schedules. First of all, five primetime games. That's where we're going to start things in segment one. We're going to break down the first half of the Chargers season, the biggest games in the first half of the season and then segment two, get into the biggest games in the second half of the season, including a pretty brutal stretch in the final nine games for the Chargers. But me and David both have a pretty good feeling about the Chargers schedule and how they're going to finish things up. And at the end of the show, we're going to go game by game away too early and give you who is going to win and lose those games and give you what we think our very, very early Chargers prediction for their record is going to be. But David, first of all, one of the biggest things we were looking for with this schedule release is just the Chargers getting their due as one of the most exciting teams in the NFL and getting those primetime games. We knew with how loaded the AFC West was that it was they were going to probably get some just because, I mean, there's so many exciting teams there, but... They started off Thursday night football week two against the Chiefs with that one. You have another one week six against the Broncos in the first half of the schedule on Monday night football, the first time going up against Russell Wilson. But the Chargers finally getting that credit they deserve as one of the best teams. Absolutely, Daniel. It's about damn
1: time. I think the the Chargers and Justin Herbert show the entire world last year that the Chargers are the one of the most exciting teams in the NFL, especially you go back to that game against the Raiders, and it seems like the NFL is ready to see that one again right up front, like the first game, but the Chargers all over the prime time game slate, and you love to see it, and that's exactly where they should be. The Chargers make no mistake are one of the best teams in the NFL, and now the NFL is showcasing them as they should.
0: Well, and I mean, even besides the you know Thursday night football game against the Chiefs, you get to pick up right where you left off, right? That crazy overtime game against yeah. the Raiders. Now week one to get your season off to a good start before you have to go to Kansas City and try to win in week two on a Thursday night short week. You get the Raiders and Devontae Adams. I mean, I think all eyes are going to be on the Chargers. Even not in a primetime game, it probably should have been Chargers are maxed out at five primetime games, but that game just because of the way it ended last season is going to be a big one.
1: Oh, it's such fireworks. I mean, the, the way Justin Herbert and the Chargers just battled back and, and, and just went crazy, went into God, (laughs) did absolutely everything in his power to be able to keep the Chargers in it and, and really, you know, go out try to go out and win the game. And just, unfortunately, you know, they didn't do quite enough. And the the Chargers went out there and, free agency and in the draft and addressed a lot of holes and they have a much, much different team and you better believe they are definitely trying to get that revenge after that game. That was a hard loss to swallow, a very difficult, very painful one, and I expect the Chargers to be extremely fired up to get that one back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other big one inside of the division, obviously, if you can kick off, you know, week two with a win over the Chiefs right? potentially be 2-0 and at that spot. And we'll get into our predictions for these games later. I mean, you'll be in a great spot. But I think the next big one, right, having to face off against Russell Wilson for the first time, one of the biggest additions in a wild, wild arms race in the AFC West. The Chargers week six are going to host the Broncos on Monday night football. Wow, would it feel nice to give Russell Wilson a nice AFC West welcome and beat him in that first game going up against the Broncos. I mean, divisional games are always tough, but they're so, so important. That'll be a huge game for the Chargers.
1: Oh my goodness. I mean, I just love the fact that the AFC West is being featured here as they should. I mean, the Chargers, again, we already talked about how exciting they are. The Broncos coming into town, it it seemed like for many years that they were only missing one piece and that was the quarterback and they traded a boatload of assets to try to fix that problem and bring in Russell Wilson. And so that matchup is going to be very, very difficult. A slobber knocker, as they always are with the AFC West battles, it's going to be physical. It's going to be tough. Um, And I'm really looking forward to seeing how the Chargers answer the challenge of Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's going inter- to be interesting to see you know how that team looks now because they're also having you know a first-year head coach as well over there with Nathaniel Hackett having his first season. So you wonder how long it's going to take them to gel. I think yeah. it would have been nice to probably get them earlier on. That's in the what season. I said, man. I wanted yeah, to we were talking about early. that before. But, you know, when you're looking at those first four games, I mean, Raiders-Chiefs and then Jaguars-Texans, I mean, yeah. you'll probably be at that Texans game, David. If they lose that again, I you will. might have to quit your Chargers fandom.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to give up if, if they if they really messed that one up again. If I go out there and spend my money and <laughs> go into that game, they better go out there and put on the performance that uh, they
0: should. Yeah, the closest game, I mean, you're going to get. <sighs> so, I mean, you have to hope that, that the taste that was left in their mouth after that terrible COVID-ridden game last season that really kept them out of the playoffs, really, when all things were said and done, you have to hope that they can avenge that one for sure. And no COVID protocols in 2022, so... The Chargers won't be missing, you know, 10 of their best players in that one. But (laughs) I do think the other interesting thing here from the first half of the schedule was when the bye week is, because the Chargers have their bye week this year in 2022, week eight, which is, you know, probably pretty, you know, in the middle, I I think. I mean, I think when you ask players, they usually say later in the season. I mean, it's just a nice break down the stretch, you know, to get healthy and things like that. But pretty central. But I do think it'll be important because after that bye week, they'll get the Falcons which should be a win as we're seeing things right now. I mean, who knows yeah. how it's all going to play out there. But you get that bye week before a pretty, pretty brutal stretch they're going to face in the second half.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, I think, you know, just going back to the beginning of the schedule too, I, I like the fact that they're getting the Thursday night football game out of the way early. You know, That's really another good having, point. Putting that behind them. And you're, that's going to be another kind of mini bye too, because, you know, you're going to have 13 days to prepare for the Jacksonville Jaguars after that. And then, yeah, going into that second bye week, uh, or the, the first bye week, right? The real actual bye week. Yeah. Um, I think that is a good spot uh, for the Chargers to have it. Obviously, it would be great to have it a little bit later, but um, you know, having it in the middle, I, I think hopefully they're going to be able to mitigate some injuries, and you know they're going to be able to keep this roster in good shape, just like the sports performance team did last year with the team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I thought you were calling the Jaguars a bye week for a second. <laughs> no, Jaguars no. at home, I mean, should be a bye week for the Chargers. But <laughs> shout out to the Chargers social media staff as well. If you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend going and looking at the reveal on Twitter by the Chargers, a little anime uh, schedule reveal, doing something different, the best social media team And, in of course, the, the Pop Cards, too. I mean, they're the pop It makes me uncomfortable, and I still love it. But, like, just the anime <laughs> Chargers release where it's like, a sad jaguar sitting in a bar a la urban mire, right? And then there's the Raiders having their ship in the bottle in a trash can. I mean, there's Kyler Murray deleting all of his social media posts. Like I had to watch it again just because there's so many little things, so many intricate details. But it's why they want like a webby, perfect, uh, a webby yeah.
1: because they are one of the best in the business, period.
0: Oh, I mean, very, very deserving. And I mean, they beat out, I mean, like countries for that because there were some countries nominated for that but again nfl chargers releasing the schedule and just absolutely nailing it there but i think david in the first half of this season like the chargers have a good chance to get off to a really hot start and in my opinion i think they're going to need it because i mean it's going to get a lot tougher for them down the stretch there's no team on their schedule they can't beat right so like let's get that out of the way right now i agree but at the same time though like when you're having so many successive games where you know you're facing these hard teams especially later on the season as your team gets banged up it's going to be really really tough but i mean there's a chance i mean the chargers are you know 7 and 1 after the first 8 games like something like that 6 and 2 in the after the first 8 games and we'll get into the, our schedule predictions at the end of the show but I would bet on the Chargers having a really, really good first half of the season with the way this schedule lays out and give all these new players and Brandon Staley time to gel and really get this defense put together the right way. But if you are betting, the only place to go is BetOnline.net because they are official betting sponsor of the Lockdown Chargers podcast. And there are partners who continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights and even next season's NFL future so now that you guys have seen the schedule if you guys want to take your bets over to betonline.net the best place to bet you guys can see how it lines up with where their wins at they were at 10 wins the over under last time I checked on it If you guys think they're gonna hammer that you know where to go and I think if you listen to the predictions at the end of the show you might want to take your money while before you know it gets to a higher number, because that would definitely not surprise me. But make sure you guys head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, David, we talked about the Chargers' first eight games of the season. Now we're getting to the final nine games of the season, where things are really going to turn on. And we'll start to hear Week 10 at 49ers on Sunday night football. Will it be Jimmy G? Will it be Trey Lance? We don't know yet. Week 11 versus the Chiefs. Week twelve at the Cardinals, week thirteen at the Raiders, week fourteen Justin Herbert versus to J- Chargers versus the Dolphins. Then you end it with a pretty brutal last four games too. Week fifteen versus the Titans and potentially Derrick Henry. Week sixteen at the Colts and Matt Ryan, another really good running game. And then you have the battle for LA. Week seventeen at home against the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday Night Football. And then you have week 18 at the Broncos. So having to go into the cold, into mile high in the last game of the season, that is a game to watch for sure. But let's start, David, with the big one here. And I think it is Justin Herbert versus Tua. Because right now, Tua is 1-0, more air quotes, against Justin Herbert. But with the defense doing a lot of work in Justin Herbert's rookie season, going up against the Dolphins, the Dolphins defense was really, really good. But it's a game, David, that all eyes are going to be on. Because, I mean, no matter what these dudes do in their career, they're always going to be linked. And you can throw Joe Burrow in that as well. The Chargers aren't playing against the Bengals and Joe Burrow this year. So the only other, you know, major draft pick that's next to Justin Herbert is the guy who went literally one spot ahead of him into a Tonga Vilo. And I'm sure everyone out there has seen, you know, the bombs that two has been dropping to Tyreek Hill over the top. But that uh-huh. is one <laughs> day I'm going to be keeping a special eye on because that one I would think would mean a little bit more to Justin Herbert. And, you know, the Chargers probably want to get revenge in that game.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. You know Justin Herbert. I mean, he's such a quiet guy. You He'll know, he's never so, say so, it. So unassuming. Like he he's his PR skills are fantastic. Like he if you go to a, a class on how to answer questions at a press conference, that's exactly going to be Justin Herbert. He's gonna be the instructor of, of that class because he just does not give away any type of information. But yeah, you, do, you better believe this is personal to him. I mean, they are they're, they're always going to be linked together. I think two has got him on, on victories so far in his career. But Justin Herbert has went crazy with the stats. Obviously, one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history in the first two years of his career. I mean, he has records upon records upon records. But you know he wants to beat the Dolphins. You know he wants to get that one back. This is going to be a big matchup. I think the Chargers are in much better position to get that one, too.
0: Well, I think the biggest difference between this matchup and the first time these two guys matched up, you know, is that Justin Herbert's going to have a much more complete team around him, right? I mean, Tua came in with a much better defense. And the funny thing about the Tua wins argument and quarterback wins argument is Tua gets wins for all of the games where Ryan Fitzpatrick had to come in and save the Dolphins and lead them to victory. So those stats are pretty much meaningless. But I do think there is going to be some meaning to some of these players and even not even just Justin Herbert, right? I think that the other dudes around him in the locker room are going to want to go get that one for him and maybe want to intercept you know to a tongue of Iowa a little bit more just because they want to prove that their dude they have is one of the best in the league right another one may not be we'll find out but getting to the other biggest game I think David in the back half of here I think it's week 17 you're taking on the defending champs in Los Angeles of course on Sunday night football that's huge. I mean, not only is it, you know, just a huge game branding-wise and having these two teams face off and you have the up-and-comer coming up against these Super Bowl champions, but the other part of it is, David, is that's going to be a pivotal game in how the Chargers finish their schedule. I mean, we don't know what their record's going to be at that point, but, like, is at least for seeding, right, maybe just to even make the playoffs, like, the Chargers might need that game. And it is also going to be a great test for them, right, a great barometer as they head into a potential playoff run where do you stand because I'll tell you one thing you go in there you knock off the Super Bowl champions you're gonna be feeling pretty pretty good going into the playoffs
1: yeah I mean such a huge matchup so late and so many storylines that are behind this I mean you got the you know the fight for LA out there and you know <laughs> hey you, you know to be the best you got to beat the best and the Rams won the Super Bowl last year and the Chargers they want to do that but last year is last year. The Rams won the championship last year. The Chargers want to stake their claim this year, and I know this is going to be a game that they're going to want to win for the fan base and for the city to try to you know, continue that battle, to continue to win. Huge matchup late on in the season, Daniel. That one's going to be really, really exciting to watch. Great barometer to see where this team really is.
0: Yeah, and then I think the other couple of games that stand out to me as far as the back half of the schedule here, when you're looking at these games, are week 15 and 16. I think those are almost going to be like a manhood check, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you're getting a couple of bruising teams that, you know, if you haven't been tested by that point, you're going to get tested there. I mean, obviously, you don't know. I mean, later on in the season might be good for the Titans, right? Because it's like yeah. you don't never know with Derrick Henry, especially with all that wear and tear later on in the season. I mean, there's always a chance, and you hope that he doesn't get hurt, but like, just, you know, historically, that's kind of how it's worked out. You yep. don't really want to see Derrick Henry when it's cold nope. right? <laughs> in, in December, right? Later on in the season, because that's an even tougher dude, an even bigger load to try to take down. But <laughs> that's two big games right there because the Titans were the number one seed last year. It's easy to forget that, but like yep. they were one of the best teams in the NFL. They also still have a pretty soft division with, you know, not expecting much from the Texans, not expecting much from the Jaguars still i mean these two teams are probably going to beat up on the rest of their division and i think will still be very tough teams to play because for the chargers what was their biggest thing last year right the weakest part of their team. defense man for the run, run defense. defense now you're getting jonathan taylor and, and potentially derrick henry right in reverse order back-to-back season or back-to-back weeks right so like i think when you're looking at the back half of the schedule like we're talking about barometers you know how the chargers are going to look going into the playoffs like that's going to be, you know, a physicality barometer. Are you physical enough to hang with these teams who are willing to just pound the rock and try to keep the ball out of Herbert's hands? I mean, we've seen it with the Titans against Patrick Mahomes several times, right? They've beat the Chiefs in large part to being able to just pound them on the ground, shorten the game, right? Be able to do that whenever they want and take the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. That's going to be a huge test for the Chargers late in the season.
1: Yeah, I think the Titans re- they really really take on the image of their leader, of their head coach Mike Vrabel. I mean, he's a really tough guy. He was a tough football player when he was playing and they've always just been physical. And the Chargers have said they want to be a bigger, stronger, more physical football team. Well, that's going to be the test right there because those guys, they they do work. You know, they're, they're trying to run you over. Like they're not trying to, you know, cut the field up with with sexy passes. They're <laughs> trying to run the ball down your throat. And so yeah. the chargers made several additions to try to fix that run defense. That's re- you're really going to get tested to see if the moves that they made were the right ones.
0: Yeah. I think uh, Sebastian Joseph day and uh, Austin Johnson should probably get double the game paychecks that week. I think, yeah. I And mean, I think they're going to have to earn it. Right. But uh, those are two weird teams too, just because it's like the Titans just traded away AJ Brown, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, what is their receiving core at this point? They don't have Julio. They don't have AJ Brown, their top two receivers from last year. That Traylon Burks, but that's a rookie. Yeah, is the Ryan Tannehill, you know, K. Ridge going to turn into a pumpkin as I've been waiting for for like the last couple of years? Like his run <laughs> seriously with them, pretty much got exposed a little bit in the playoffs. But at the same time, like they were the number one seed. But you know, when you have that playoff performance, you know, and now you have Malik Willis coming in behind you, maybe that puts a little bit of pressure on him, but. The Titans are always tough. It seems like every year they're almost like the Mike Tomlin, right, in the AFC South where it just seems like they're always going to have a decent record. No matter what's going on with them, they're just a really, really tough team. And the Colts have Matt Ryan now, so they're not going to be a slouch, right? And they still have some big question marks, I would say, too. But that's going to be a legit team, I think, with Matt Ryan. And then you finish the season off at the Broncos in Week 18. That's going to be a really tough game. You have the altitude. You have the weather. I think you're probably hoping that you don't have to worry about that game, you know, like by that point, if you're the Chargers are as good as we expect them to potentially be, they shouldn't need need that game to get into the playoffs. But the one thing we talk about every single year, David, is just there's no divisional game that can be taken easy like Mm -mm. you're not it's going to be so hard to make the playoffs if you don't have a winning record inside of your own division. And I think, you know, if I had to guess, I'd say the Chargers probably split it three and three, you know, just because I think that's how tough the AFC West is. I think they're going to do much better outside of their division. But let's put our money where our mouths are, David, because we have to give some very, very early game by game predictions for the 2022 season and talk about what we think the Chargers final record is going to be when things are all said and done. So next Coming up next, we're going to break it into fours and fives as far as how many games we'll get into. But we're going game by game, matchup by matchup to finally predict what the Chargers record will be when things are all said and done. I think you guys will be very lucky, right? We are very happy with where we think the Chargers are going to end up at the end of things. But speaking about putting my money where my mouth is, one thing I'd love to be putting in my mouth right now is a Bill Bar. Because they are the best protein bars that are out there. They're the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And there's so many different varieties and flavors that you guys can choose from. Not only do you have the regular protein bar the Built bar that tastes great right and is just like a traditional protein bar but you can also get the Built puffs which are the first ever protein infused marshmallow in these Built bars with flavors like banana cream pie, cinnamon churro, and now you can even get Built granola bars. If I didn't I didn't think I could love Built bars more than I do, but then you're throwing out white chocolate berry flavored granola bars right and you have chocolate peanut butter granola bars to go along with the great, great regular flavors that they have all the time, like Cherry barcia, Cookies and Cream, Coconut Almond, Caramel. I mean, so many different great, great flavors to choose from. And most bars have 130 calories or less. They have 17 grams of protein and less than 4 grams of sugar and 4 grams of net carbs. But Bill Bars are just a different Kind of protein bar. Get something that doesn't have that waxy, chalky taste to it. Get something that tastes great and also fits on your diet, which is very, very tough to do. And save some money while you're doing it. Since you listen to this show, you can go to built.com, use the promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, David. Well, I hope that you're nervous here because we are going to go game by game way too early. to be doing this but it's just too much fun to resist so if you guys are out there watching on youtube watching on twitter put in the comments what you think the Chargers' final record is going to be talk about the biggest games you can't wait to watch and also you can go game by game too and tell us how you think this whole thing is going to break down so david let's start with the first four games of the season for the Chargers. you have week one versus the raiders you get that at home that's nice week two at the chiefs short week thursday night football week three versus the Jaguars in week four at the Texans which I fully expect you to be at even though I wouldn't blame me if you weren't because of what happened last year all right David so go through those game by game win loss win loss how do you think it's gonna turn out
1: yeah I think when I went through this first stretch of the season I was kind of going back and forth whether it was going to be three and one or four or no and so I mean for me I went ahead and went with three and one just because I think that first those first two games are going to
0: be are going to be really tough. I think think if you split those, you'd be happy with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's how I have it. You know, I have them winning the first game against the Raiders, losing against Kansas City, and then I have them picking up wins against Jacksonville and against Houston.
0: Yeah, and we actually have that the same exact way. I have week one win, week two loss on Thursday Night Football. That's tough. Week three win against the Jaguars, week four win against the Texans. I mean, anything less than three and one at that point, to me, is a big disappointment. I mean, especially with some of the tougher teams. Like, one of the reasons the Chargers didn't make it last year is not taking care of business against bad teams, and that's what we saw against teams like the Texans, right? And not doing better against, you know, the Raiders or even the Broncos in games that they should have won instead of splitting those series. So I think if you start 1-1 and inside your division, 3-1 and after the first four games, you're pretty happy about that. So let's go to the next four games here, David, including the bye week. So you have Browns at the Browns, you have versus the Broncos on Monday Night Football. You have versus the Seahawks. And then you have a bye before you go to the Atlanta and play the Falcons. So some weird teams in there. How do you feel like this one's going to play out for those next four games in the first half of the Chargers season?
1: Yeah, I mean, there might be a little bit of a surprise here for some, but I I think this is a 4-0 section for me. I think I have the Chargers winning every single one of these games, whether it's Deshaun Watson at quarterback or not. I I actually don't think it will be. I think there's still going to be a suspension that's going to come down the pipeline. It could be. Uh, You know, obviously, we don't know that yet, but that just seems like, you know, the most likely outcome there. But I have them picking up all four wins. I think this is a section (laughs) where they
0: absolutely should win every single one of these games. God, yeah, I mean, we didn't even talk about this beforehand. We have it the same. I mean, I have the Chargers seven and one in their first eight games of the 2022 season. So I don't have them going 15 and two. I can promise you that. But neither do I. For the Browns, <laughs> I mean, with Deshaun, I think that's a big difference. I mean, yeah. I think in this win, I'm assuming he's not going to be there because, I mean, you look at what the Browns did last year with Baker Mayfield and they have Nick Chubb back there, right? Kareem Hupp a really, really good rushing attack, a good offensive line, and then you have Deshaun Watson. That's going to change everything for them offensively. It's going to make them a very, very tough team to beat. I am also probably leaning towards him not being there and the league stepping in. I mean, his contract and the way they set that up would kind of lean to tell you that because they made it so small in his first season. Yeah, they knew. But I have that being a win. I have them beating Russell Wilson for the first time, welcoming him to the AFC West on Monday Night Football. I mean... I don't think Justin Herbert's losing his first two primetime games, right? Primetime Justin Herbert. I mean, that's like one of the biggest things from this schedule is like you get five games of primetime Justin Herbert, maybe six depending on how that week 18 plays out because, I mean, the max was five, but they always flex that last game. Yeah, I mean, that last (laughs) game, if it's do or die for the season in the best division in football, you're telling me that's not going to be on there, right? I mean, I think it has to be. So, yeah, I have them beating the Broncos. And then I have them beating the Seahawks. I mean, God forbid we see another crazy Drew Locke game. I think with the Chargers' rebuilt roster, I hope for those games are over, just letting you know, someone like Drew Locke come back for three touchdowns yes. in the fourth quarter or whatever that yes. was. And, I mean, Bryce Callahan can't intercept Justin Herbert in the end zone because Bryce Callahan's on the Chargers now. So <laughs> I have them beating Drew Locke and that weird Seattle team this year, not really sure what to expect from them. Right. And then the Falcons and Marcus Mariota, right, whoever ends up beating, I have them. Winning that game as well, starting the season seven and one. Those are the teams the Chargers have to beat. I mean, last year it was weird because they had such a tough start to the schedule and they still started off so hot before they ended up getting shellacked by the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. But like it, it, they won some games early on, especially that game at Kansas City last year, early on in the season. Getting that win was huge for the Chargers. And then I think this year they're going to have another hot start and get off to a seven and one start to start their season. So now we're going into the grueling part. We're talking about the back half of the schedule for the Chargers, and it starts week 10 at San Francisco on Sunday Night Football. I know all everything I said about Justin Herbert. That's going to be another tough, tough game away from home. Then you go versus the Chiefs, week 12 at the Cardinals, and week 13 at the Raiders. So, David, next four games of the season right now, you're 7-1 with the Chargers. How do you think the next four after that are going to play out?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this is where things start to get really tough. And, and this is where I have, have a little bit of a difference in, in you know how I have the win-loss here. I have them losing, unfortunately, to the 49ers. I think that's a really tough matchup. They really have a good defense there. I have them beating the Kansas City Chiefs. I also have them beating the Arizona Cardinals there. And I have them losing to the Raiders. So I'm going 2-2 two and two for this stretch.
0: Me and David have every pick the same so far. We did not talk about these before the show. Literally I mean, it makes me want to just... To switch one of them, right? I mean, I think it could go a lot of different ways. Like the 49ers, the biggest thing there is, is it's going to be Trey Lance or is it going to be Jimmy G? Because that offense yeah. could look a lot different depending on what the answer is there. I mean, Jimmy G doesn't scare me that much. I mean, unless it's Trey Lance, you know, kind of having a breakout season, but they are one of those teams, kind of like we were talking with the Titans. Like they're just always tough. They were tough. Yeah when it was C.J. Beathard, right? And really well-coached.
1: Just love, the, love the leadership and the organization they
0: have. Well-coached for sure, and a really, really good running game usually as well. So that would be yep. another big test for the Chargers earlier on this season than those Titans and Colts games. So I have that as the last Chiefs a win because I think it's splitting. I mean, it could go opposite too, right? They could win week two potentially and then lose against the Chiefs. And they could win both. We don't know. Yeah. But I do think, I think it's going to be a split, so that's just the way it played out on my schedule here. The Cardinals are a weird team. I don't know how to feel about them. I don't know how good they're going to be, especially just the way they fizzled out last season. Then you have the Kyler Murray drama in the offseason. Like that one, I'm just going to put a win for the Chargers. I just think they're a better team. And then I think the Raiders are an improved team. I think, of course, it's just the Raiders, Chargers. It always goes one and one recently. So I have that being the one loss with the win they had against them in week one to start their season. So at that point, David, both of us are nine and three. Raise your hand if you'd sign up for a nine and three start out there, everybody. The podcast Absolutely. audience, I will tell you that me and David are indeed raising our hands when you listen to this. But <laughs> nine and three, sign the dotted line right now. And I just, it doesn't yeah. even seem like we're being like super crazy and like super, no. you know, biased in this, like, or even super <laughs> optimistic. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a really good record. And it's tough to beat every team, whatever, whatever. It seems pretty realistic, but this is where the losses kind of start coming, right? Because you're not yeah. going to win all the games. And the last five games of the season are going to be really tough. And the last five games go like this Week 14 versus the Dolphins, Week 15 versus the Titans, at least back to back home games there. Week 16 at Mount Ryan and the Colts, Week 17 versus the Rams, and Week 18 versus the Broncos. And the Rams games, Sunday night football, Colts on Monday night football. And that 49ers game is also going to be on Sunday night football as well. So, David, Final five games of the season, you have the Chargers starting 9 3. How do you see the last five weeks playing out? Yeah. So, starting off the Miami Dolphins, I
1: think Justin Herbert definitely wins. So, I'm, I'm chalking that up for the Chargers. Uh, then I have a loss versus Tennessee. I just think that, like I said, that's a really tough matchup. They're a very physical group. Um, you know, and again, uh, like like Daniel said earlier, I, I, I truly think the Chargers can literally beat anyone on their schedule, whether they're going to do that or not not obviously is another entirely, but then I have them beating the Indianapolis Colts, losing to the Rams, and winning their final game against the Denver Broncos, finishing that last section three and two for an overall final record of twelve and five.
0: Yeah, I mean, so we're we're a little bit different and we'll end up at the same spot, but it's a little bit different. Twelve and five is great. I mean, raise your hand if you tied up for twelve and five. I think twelve and five borderline wins you the division. I don't know if the yeah. Chiefs are The juggernaut that they've been the last couple of years, it's going to be really interesting to see how the Tyreek Hill replacement goes because that dude is just such a freak like that. Yeah, You can't replace him with one player. I mean, I've liked some of the moves. I've liked some of their draft picks, but they lost two stars. They lost Tyron Matthew. They lost Tyreek Hill. The Chargers lost zero stars, and they added a bunch of stars. So I think that's going to really close (laughs) the gap inside that division. I have them winning against the Dolphins to a revenge game, winning against the Titans in week 15 winning against okay. the Colts week 16 those ones were really tough for me um the Colts especially i think yeah. that game's a toss up uh, i think they're going to be a good team next year we'll see you know what the teams look like at that point all the way in week 16 of the season yeah on monday night football i think primetime justin herbert gets it done that week and then doesn't get it done the next week against the rams super bowl champions i yeah. mean those last three games are so tough. I mean, yeah. I just, it's going to be a really tough part of their schedule, and it's going to be hard to win those last three games in a row. But luckily, I had the Chargers doing so good up until that point. It's not going to matter because they're going to make the playoffs anyways because I have them losing to the Rams and the Broncos the last two weeks of the season, still finishing with a record of 12 and 5. I mean, you don't obviously want to end the season on two losses, David, but like, I mean, it's probably going to be hard fought losses if they do lose those games. And it's yeah. just some point you have to get to 12 and 5 somehow. I think that's around where the Chargers are 11 and 6, 12 and 5, with how tough their schedule is. That would be a monumental victory and living up to the expectations, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, as far as the regular season is concerned, I feel like, you know, with the uh, assembly of talent that they went out there and gathered this offseason, I think this is where they should be. I mean, just based off of what they had before with Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen and, you know, Derwin James and Joey Bosa, and then you add compliments to them with, you know, J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack and just adding more stars and also fixing your run defense or at yeah. least seemingly fixing on your paper, run defense. Man. Yeah, on paper adding guys that are fantastic against the run <laughs> and you know they're just, they're just such a deep team that I feel like this Chargers team is going to be very very good if they're able Let's to go. stay healthy. Knock on wood here. Let's go. This is definitely a Chargers team that can compete with anybody no matter when they strap it up.
0: Well, let's be honest. I mean, you, this team can't live up to expectations in the regular season. It's just impossible. I mean, right. and me, I mean, yeah, you go 17 and 0, it's like, well, you know, but I mean, the floor as far as not disappointing this year, I think, is winning two playoff games, borderline AFC championship game, Mike. to I me, agree. It's AFC championship game or bust for this team with how the contracts play out with Justin Herbert's rookie contract. So 12 and 5 gives you a good seed. Only one seed gets a buy now so i don't know if it's going to get you a buy at 12 and 5 but the afc is so loaded that like you never know these teams are going to beat each other up i mean i think 12 and 5 gets you into the dance right maybe yeah. wins you the division in the afc west and it keeps you away from you know probably a lot of 10 and 7 11 and 6 teams that are going to be out there because i mean let's look at it. i mean the afc west is all loaded and then you have teams like the bills the Ravens, the Steelers, right? The Bengals who were coming off of a Super Bowl appearance. And you have yep. teams like the Titans and the Colts. And you have teams, you know, even like the Patriots and the Dolphins where it's still a little unsure what they're going to be at this point. But the one thing we know is it's going to be incredibly tough. 12 and five gets you there. 12 and five we would take absolutely right now. And I can say less than that's a disappointment, but they have the team, they have the roster, they have the coach in place, in my opinion, to go get it done. So now it's time to do it. I'm very excited about it. We'll talk about more with the schedule and some of the biggest games, right, and some of the places where the Chargers season could potentially turn around and games that might be must-wins for them. But that's going to wrap things up for today. Thank you to everyone who checked out the live stream, and to make sure you never miss things like this, subscribe to the Locked On Chargers YouTube channel, and also follow the show on Twitter at LAC. You can also follow me on Twitter at DanTalkSports and David Droga on Twitter at SD. We are here for you guys every day of the week, your team every day. So make sure you guys keep on following everywhere that you can, so you never miss the show. And you can also find us on Instagram at LockedOnChargers and on our Lockdown Chargers Facebook page. We. Post all the shows to all of those pages every single day. If you guys want to call into the show, the number is 323-524-7924. And we're trying to get every charged voicemail played on the show. So get your guys' schedule reactions in there. But we will be back with you guys on Monday as always. But until then, take it easy and go Bulls.